I didn't even tell you, uh, we didn't talk that much this week, but I, I, so I checked my, we don't check the mail every day, we check the mail like maybe three times a week, and I'm looking, just see what, what bills we get, and it's something from, from the IRS, and it was a check, you know, you see the checks, it's just the yellow joint in the box, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what is going, what is this? have my name on it i'm like i'm not doing no check but let me see what this thing talking about i opened it up it's thousands of dollars and i was like this gotta be fake it took because i was supposed to be cleaning the garage right then it took me the next hour to verify that check and when i found a website where i can verify and it was good boy 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 that thing got a raise dance when things go well when things go well i'm telling you it it everything go well i i when when things go bad everything it just rains and rains but when the sun's shining boy do it shine we just got money coming in from everywhere uh, 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 everywhere and i ain't even mad at it i ain't even mad at it so yeah when you do it you can get all the somebody stars give you, can him get, a shout. you can get the, somebody the, give the him a praise. North star you can get the star next to the moon you get any moon you want we're gonna get you in church for the end of 2022 hey i'm already hey. We, we already aiden already go to um a Christian Academy for for daycare, so we might as well get a finish uh, the play. Academy, yeah, yeah, for us. So we're gonna do that. I'm tired of being a heathen. Well, no, I take that back. I, I ain't tired, but uh, we can go <laughs> church. I you you can get two hours out of me. Hey Amen. It's time to finish the play for and sure. Speaking for sure. of finishing the play, <laughs> welcome to the pod, everybody. How y'all feel? What up, Joe? Erkin Jerk Podcast. Number eight, we almost to 10. Hey, I need you to check. I made a, a purpose to not ask you to look at them numbers, but I need you to look at them numbers when we done on the, on the uh, Apple the podcast. Five is there. No, but, but we got more than a few and, and it's only telling me. So last week I physically talked to about six to seven people let alone the people who I know was listening. And it told me we had four listeners last week. It didn't make no sense. So I just wanted to see the last last month. First of all, uh, thank you if you're listening. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to remember to do this every every time. Thank you for listening. Rate, like, and subscribe. We we're always forget that. Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're uh, on wherever you can find a podcast, uh, not name YouTube, and that's coming soon. We getting the YouTube. I ain't gonna be able to wear scrubs and stuff from YouTube, so I mean, you know, you, I mean, you scrubs. It's just put a chain on since you got it like that. <laughs> we ain't there yet. Hey, I gotta, I gotta get my um 2023 Dodge Ram first, but after that, we can get some Jerry. Yeah, man, you did because I don't care how much gas costs. I'm getting what I want. It'd be five dollars a gallon, boy. I'm only going to work and going to home, but your boy gonna be starting on the way to work. You hear me? You know I'm mad at you, right? Because <laughs> you you told me the price of this car, but I still looked it up. Uh-huh. So in the building that I that we uh that I live in right now, slight flex. Um, it's a see <laughs> everybody who everybody who's downtown in Chicago. No, nah, these people got no, I got a, I drive a Camry, but these people got car cars. They got Teslas, Benzes, all over the place. But then they I saw the a car over there. I'd never seen before. Oh, I'm sorry. It's one dude here with two Lamborghinis. Yeah. One red, one red, one yellow, one highlighter yellow, just for the uh, flex. Uh, he, catch up and rust. He's it. Robert Flexington. I'm just, I'm just sitting here for the ride. <laughs> and you, this- you the flex things. <laughs> <laughs> so I see this guy who had an old Bentley and an old car, and he got rid of it. And this dude came back with a Transformer I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. I told Vinny, I said, bro, I got to look this car up. Resvani. I bet you I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I need to look at a commercial. Yeah, R- you got to get a little V-A-N-I. accent going on. Y'all get a chance. Oh, Google funny. this car. So I looked at the car, right? And I said, let me say, how much is this car? Man, this joint starts at 150 and the military mm-hmm. joint starts at two ninety five. 
I said, what type of living is these? We ain't living are? right, man. I'm talking you about got a truck that's about 200 grand, ain't nobody ever seen before. I'm talking about getting my wife stars. You're right. talking about three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Don't Jeep make me laugh. Yeah, man. I, look, look. Yeah, let's start. Let's start with stars. Uh, since in last week's episode, uh, we found <laughs> out that um, this man is in the uh, the nine to five working world. Oh yes, man, you can't tell him. It ain't even nine to five, boy. That's that six right. to thirty. While y'all still working, your boy is going home like yabba dabba do. Sliding down that uh brontosaurus tail. Side note, you know you had me watching the Flintstones today, right <laughs> before I walked in here. I said, since this man talking about the Flintstones, let me get my Flintstones on. Yeah, but uh bro. no, congratulations to you once again. Mm-hmm. Um getting oh, we ain't even to- talking about the schedule. You saw the schedule I posted. Your boy got four weeks off plus regular vacation. I don't know, I don't even know what to do, and I gotta use it. Welcome wow. to the party, brother. That's all I, I told my so I was telling my brother-in-law. So I'm talking to my director on Friday. He pulls me in the office. He said, How was your first week? I said, Sir, this is the easiest job I've ever had in my life. And no, he no. Said, Why you think I've been here for 27 years? I was like, Oh, yes, I ain't going nowhere either, boss. We both gonna you gonna retire, and I'm gonna still be here rocking it, doing nothing. Man, hey man, don't oh let the secret man. out. They hey, we're going to get everybody in here. I don't believe. You know, when you're at work, the less work you have, the less you can complain about. But you always have to complain. That's how work goes. If you got to do zero percent and somebody asks you to walk to the copy machine, you're going to complain about using your knees. But somebody <laughs> who got to, you know, work outside all day. They're going to complain about something, but it's a valid complaint. So right now, people are complaining about nothing. And I'm like, in the civilian world, you would have been fired, sir. So please, please get yourself together. It's, it's ridiculous. I've, I haven't worked in the union in a long time. And I haven't worked where I'm the boss. So I have to really watch what I do and what I say. I'm not trying to get nobody out of there. I feel that everybody needs a job, but Man, I've seen some crazy work ethics, and this one takes the cake. They don't, they really don't do nothing but eat all day. Whew. That's funny. I mean, well, well, I mean, welcome to the party. Because I feel like because I, I feel like I'm a little spoiled because I've had the quote unquote nine to five for years. Because I mean, they mm-hmm. never nine to five. Your job, you got the best job. I walked up to your job for yeah, it's a it's a celebration before COVID. Y'all was partying. It was good days. I mean, it's always good days and bad days because there were days where I always had 90% good days. When I got into uh production making commercials, which most people who know me know what I know what I do. I shouldn't take that for granted, but if you don't, I make commercials for a living. Long story short. Um, the way the job works is that you're gonna have two days. You're going to go, I can't believe they pay me for this. And then you gonna have another day where you go, they don't pay me enough for this. It's either one or the other. It's never uh-huh. anything just even. It's never just an even work day. It's either, man, I may, it's, they paid me for this? Or you sitting here like at one o'clock in the morning going, I want to fight everybody in the building. Yeah. It's fascinating. But you know what? No complaints. No complaints. No complaints out of your boy. I feel the higher you get up, the less work you do. And I've done yep, a I believe little bit now. of everything. And the hardest I've worked where I get home and my socks wet, my back wet, my undershirt, everything wet. That's when I made the least amount of money. And that always gave me the fuel to not do that no more. And that's why I am where I am now, because I refuse to sweat anymore. At this point now, I wear the same clothes the next day. I ain't even perspiring a little bit. You front, Mr. Man said, I'm wearing the same clothes. <laughs> I'm dead. We change the drawers and we back in the same clothes. Big bro, how was your weekend? Mm. Yes, because your boy is off uh, Saturday and Sunday. But weekend was good. Uh, we, man, yesterday, did we do anything? Oh, no, we didn't. We kind of chilled yesterday. Today, I cleaned up the garage. 
And oh, because I had to watch. So me and the wife made a deal. We both had to clean something in the house, but somebody had to watch the baby. So to yesterday, I watched the baby. She cleaned up the uh, her closet and stuff. This morning, she washed the baby. I went outside cleaned the garage. So that's kind of how the weekend went, but I came inside. It's like 106 degrees today. So I had to get out there early, early, like Freeway said. And I had to, you know, get it before it got too hot. I didn't catch it because by the time I was done, it was about 95, and it was 10 a.m. It was 95 degrees. So I came in, and then I went straight to the barbecue pit. And uh, we ain't going to talk about how late your butt was. So I had time to go ahead and, and barbecue up some stuff before we got the pie going. Late. <laughs> this man said late. Like I was sitting around sleeping all day. I got Hey, you. man. This man I was like, you. I called this dude. You ready to pie? I FaceTime him. He like, oh, Joe. You know how the Chicago people. Oh, Joe. Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, man. What time is it? What? What? Tree a card about tree fitting. Oh you man, mad. hey, look like bad. You mad disrespectful calling me <laughs> saying I'm a Chicago saying you know Chicago. Oh Joe. Oh Joe, man. Joe. So I guess you want to I guess you asking me what did I do this weekend? What what did you do? Saturday I ain't give you a segue. Saturday was Saturday was a blur. Because it's Saturday, I'll never do nothing. It's always get up and go to dialysis, come home, and I'm still uh well, first of all, the whole week was been off. Just from the jump, because Zoe and I have both been uh, getting over uh, sicknesses. I think we both we both legit caught the same bug, and I don't even know how that happened. And I was already fighting off an infection that I got in my chest uh, that dialysis is taken care of, thankfully. But I'm like, I'm dealing with that, with the chills and the coughing. And then I cough so much, bro, I threw my back out like I was an old man. So I spent all Friday at the doctor and at the physical therapist and the chiropractor getting my back worked on because every time I breathed, I was in pain. It was this weird. man coughed his back out. You, you like Uncle Phil. What did he do? He like grabbed the, grabbed the shoe or something and he threw his back out. That man what? threw his whole back out. He was like, hi, Yeah, that's what it felt like. I was like, hua, hua. And bam, and that was it. And once it goes, it goes. But, um... Yeah, son, and look, you figured I'd be get a chance to rest Sunday. So uh Sunday, uh Adrian and Zoe went out uh to soccer practice. So I hung back and decided to clean up the house and um start to wash clothes and and then that's when you called me and I said, Okay, okay, and then I'm gonna try to get back home. And I got back home and we had to take Zoe to the tutor. Then I came back home and I said, I gotta fold the clothes. I'm like, and it's seven o'clock. You the only person that fold clothes. After you wash them, bravo, sir. Oh, you oh, what you mean? Like when they get dry? Yeah, man. Don't nobody what fold clothes. But um, enough, you know, that's it. Nothing, nothing real special. <laughs> but I tell you who life ain't boring. Look, segue. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Dale Motherfucking Curry. So, Don't shout out for him. Shout out to what they shouting either one of them out. But wait, okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We go, we got, we got to start with him because that's where it starts. So, game four at the NBA finals, uh, Celtics, Warriors, they're in Boston. And as you know, the camera always wants to let you know who's in the house, right? And so, we see, oh, Dale Curry's in the house, right? We like, okay. Mm-hmm. And they pan to the left or the right or whatever. And you see Dale Curry's hugged up with a platinum blonde, platinum blonde mm. something shell. I ain't going to say bombshell. We'll just oh, say it, man. Was, it was a something shell. Man, so she was a it, was news, shell. it was news to me because I'm late to every party mm-hmm. that uh, the, the Curry's, uh, his parents, they split up. So I didn't even, I didn't know that. Okay. And so I said, oh, okay, well, right on. I said, look at this man right here. And they, everybody like, oh, man, look at this. He running around with a mid chicken, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden we find out his mother's at the game too. And she's there with a Mr. Belding lookalike. And I said, <laughs> I said, oh, boy, isn't this interesting? I said, okay. So they did. Everybody got their new boo and everybody's looking, looking fabulous and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then 
the Twitter happens. And when the Twitter, <sighs> Twitter happens, only good things can come from it. And then here come the screenshots. And we find out <laughs> that the man that's dating Miss the former Mrs. Curry, his ex-wife is who Dale Curry brought to the game. Oh boy, sir. You that's the are. only way that turns with whoever he brought the way she looked, turned it into a bombshell. <laughs> That that she, is, she turned into a whole 10 from a three to a 10 with what she who she was. That was savage level 4,726. <laughs> That's why he was so happy on camera. He was like, get all of this. Get yep. all of this. I get we this whole my bucket right next to me. Is that going to be on that weak ass reality show that Dale? I mean, that, uh, 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 Steph Curry had dang, it's a lot of them Curry's. I'm about to name every last one of them, but him. Hold on, so who got who got a show? I didn't even know they had a show. They had some. I don't even know if it was a real show, but it was just something that was on YouTube or something. I can't remember, but I don't know. I always tease him because I feel like every time he's in the finals, then they got to run his wife and all his kids up there, and everybody cheesing. Him. Anytime uh, yeah. how many kids the, uh, Steph got? I mean, uh, Steph three. He got three? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anytime step, I mean, LeBron in the finals, I don't ever see Savannah and, and all his kids. Mm-hmm. You just don't see it. But anytime he in the finals, you got to show him and his whole family because the NBA wants to be like, oh, he's the great family man. And I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying because he's probably as advertised. He's probably, he probably just- like forthcoming though. Like LeBron kind of keep his, his stuff. Or at least so, I'll yeah. be seeing Savannah like at the games. Yeah, that's probably another thing too. You don't never even if you did see, you'll never see her. Yeah, woo. Nope. Mm-hmm. I've seen her at the game maybe a couple times. Super chill. Because Aisha wow. kind of liked to be in the spotlight. And there's like, yeah. And there's the difference. And you know, and she she uh ran her mouth one too many times. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember that controversy where she had every do every man in the world in her DM talking about she wanted she wanted teeth. some uh she wanted the attention sometimes there she missed is. she missed. Uh, getting attention. If we would have did a podcast then, that would have definitely been the topic. That would have been the move because it everybody, would have. I remember my boy sent me a screenshot. He was like, hey man, I slid in just in case. You never know. I said, get off my phone. Bro. <laughs> you never know. But let's get back to this. What in the, what in the savage is going on here? Man. You knocking down what is this? I don't even know what to call it. Your ex-wife's your ex-wife's boyfriend's ex-wife like what is happening bro like what web is going on here to me the only way that makes sense for him to be this petty is if she was the reason why they divorced like that that's the only way i see him like trying to get back because if he was out cheating or whatever if it was amicable it wouldn't have been that level of like super saying petty but for the fact that he brought the person's ex-wife that he was with mm-hmm. that, that she with oh man she they might have been together for a while he was like oh i got something for you oh yeah, my that's head. a that's a smack that's a, yes. that's a smack that's a heavy smack i'd love to hear the back we probably will ne- they'll we'll never hear mm-hmm. that that's a spicy backstory and i look can I be can I be invited to the next to the barbecue, the Fourth of July barbecue? Man, that lady probably ain't coming, but he, that, she was just for the camera. Ain't no way in the world that on, dirty bro. my buggy. He about oh, to be spending on. time with that. Come on, come on, bro. Tomorrow game five. Let's see. Let's let's see who hugged up tomorrow. Oh, we because we they it got to be somebody. ESPN else. and shoot, ABC shoot, know yeah. what was happening. They got you know, they got 20 somethings that stay on social media buzzing, and they probably was like, What happened? Oh, we had some savagery going on. So if you if you weren't watching the finals, you got a new reason to watch it if you're not necessarily in the basketball. <laughs> because you need hey, guess what? Some days times these games be long, even for some guys. I'll mm-hmm. it don't matter to me. I'll just have it on in the background and be doing something else until it gets super tight so i can follow it but if not hey keep your eye because when that camera start panning and then you see so and so because they're gonna be back in uh 
They're gonna be back in uh San Francisco yeah. on uh, Monday. Um uh so definitely you're gonna see E40 in the crowd. You're going to see Mayweather in the crowd or whoever else is West Coast living life. And then we're going to see if Dale Curry, superstar, <laughs> is, in the, is in the crowd. And I'm going to be here for it, my brother. All right, man. So ain't no segue for this. Nah, man. This well, is unless, just anger. Unless you got a koofy somewhere. Uh, no, no. Who am I? Dr. Umar stare. Yep. Let me get my Dr. Umar stare. If you don't, if you stay woke, you ain't never gonna be sleep. Always remember that. Stay woke, my friends. Um, so where do I start? Even as I'm scanning the internet, trying to um recall what happened this week, everything is so much backpedaling, you almost can't uh-huh. even find the original story. Because he so, don't even have a Twitter account. Oh, never mind. Go, we'll we'll, we'll get to that point. We'll get to that. We'll get there. So earlier in the week. The defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. <clears throat> um, I guess he, it started with a tweet where he was responding to somebody uh, in reference to the January 6th insurrection. Uh-huh. Right? And I guess somebody followed up asking him about his tweet, referencing it at one of the press conferences. And so he didn't back down. So Mm -hmm. because I can't find his his original quote, I'm going to kind of paraphrase it to a certain extent. Uh So he starts off talking about uh, the riots from 2020. And he goes, well, you have the riots here and people looting and businesses burned down and which happened. And it's awful. It's terrible. He said and nothing. He said, and we hear nothing. He said, but we have a quote dust up at the Capitol (laughs) on January 6th. You know, nothing happened. Nobody, nothing was burned down. And yet we have all of this hoopla in these hearings. And he didn't understand any of it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I start. Because I heard the comment and I'm sure like most sane people, mm-hmm. um, I said, oh, wait, is he stupid? <laughs> or is he ignorant? And or is he racist? Or we or is are we gonna hit the R button? And I said, I, I my first thought when I heard it, because I you know how you do a double take when you hear something. I said, did he just call what happened at the Capitol a in dust up? And then I heard it again and I said, Well, oh, he's ignorant. I said, That's that's really what happened. I said, That's what happened. It's ignorant. And this show, you know, however we shape it. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you it's not going to be some uber political show because yeah. I don't have the energy for it. And that's not the type of party mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you know, you know, you don't have to tune out and you go, oh, here. Some people are going to go, oh, here they go. No, this is mm-hmm. that type of party. But no, we're definitely not stupid either. So we're going to get our rock. We're going to get our rocks off on this one. Um, I didn't like it. I thought I thought it was ignorant. Um, I think it's an insult to some of us who watched what happened in real time. And nobody on this planet, I don't care from Fox News to Tucker Carlson to Sean Hannity, will ever make me see it any more than what I saw it, which were misinformed, sent off people believing a lie staging an attack on democracy that started as a protest. So Mm -hmm. if you want to say it started as a protest, fine. But what started as a protest ended on an all-out attack in the results of the deaths of at least five people at that time, plus officers who since then have killed themselves over that. Remember, it's a dust-up. He Mm -hmm. called it a dust-up where cops were overrun and beaten and called niggers and anything else that uh under the sun that happened where people broke in kicked over tables they wanted to hang the vice president of the united states and we had people defecating on the tables of the speaker of the house and other other members of the senate so you have to excuse me when i saw that happening in real time 
for anybody to finesse that and make it look like it was anything else other than that mm-hmm. is an insult on my flipping intelligence. And you would, and you won't, and you won't do it on my watch, as uh, I, Iana will say, <laughs> not on my watch. My, my, so, my your comments, oh, your thoughts. My, I'm sorry, big bro. My issue with this is where. So I, I hate to. Oh, when when people say if that was black people or anything, um, it would be different. But I just try to put myself in the shoes. Because I, okay, so I went on Twitter, and uh, one one white white person said, "Oh, this what really happened," and they had the cop or the the security guards at the Capitol building opening the door, letting the people in. So that's where they're seeing it, like, "Oh man, this is propaganda," and people are like saying that we smashed in and blah blah blah. But then I see a whole documentary. And they're like smashing doors and and crushing cops in the little uh, stairway downstairs. So I'm seeing like what's going on with the documentary. And then I see what's on Twitter. Both things can be true. Somebody could have let people in and and some people could have gotten crushed. Some people could have knocked windows out. All those things happen. But I just try to think. Do black people have the audacity? Do Hispanic people have the audacity? Do Arab Americans have the audacity? Do Indian Americans have the audacity to storm the Capitol? And the answer is no. We don't storm as blacks. We don't storm anything. You want to call because we don't want to die. Yes, and that's what that's what will happen. That's what would have happened. And it it bothers me that. Somebody would call that a dust up because it's privileged to even be, to be able to have done that. It's privileged For, because they don't have the fear. This yes, is they like don't. You said, we have the fear, like you said. Everybody made the ha ha joke. If black people had done it, we'd all been we'd all been shot dead. But you have to have a certain level of fear and entitlement when you think something is yours that you don't have it. Mm-hmm. That was the that was a big part of what happened. Well, and we don't, so- we don't, I don't know a black person who like this land is your land. This land is my land. Like that, that song, it never resonated in me because none of it was mine ever. So no matter how, what we did to have built this com- this country is not ours. So when, when, when people, and we can have a show about this, cause I talk about this all the time with you. Um, when I see the flag, nothing nothing permeates my heart to even care about the flag when people say oh the flag shouldn't touch the ground and all this jazz it it just doesn't i and i i try i try to care this is something that i was supposed to care about we had to do a pledge allegiance to the flag growing up and i'm just kind of going through the motions almost because i didn't care and and as black americans I don't think African-Americans don't have the same love for the flag that that white Americans do. And there's there's reasons for that on both Mm -hmm. ends. So I don't blame them for for caring more than me. But I just there is something about that Capitol where that was their building. So they, I just heard on the documentary where they were saying, you know, we pay for this building and blah, blah, blah. I would never, I would never go in there and say, no, did my tax dollar pay for this? I can come shit on the in the hallway. Like who even thinks this, who even, who even thinks that this is okay. And for coach Del Rio to say, this was a, a dust up him arguing with people on Twitter. You see, he has deleted his his Twitter account now because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure somebody got in his ear and said, come on, big dog. But what's going to be more of an issue is he's a def- defensive coordinator and about 80% of his defense is black. black. Black players are more prevalent on the defensive side of the ball than the offensive side of the ball. So mm-hmm. he really should tread lightly. Ooh, well, excuse me. I'll say this. I uh, listened to uh, Shannon Sharp speak, and that's somebody who he considers 
Jack Del Rio a friend, somebody who he played with or played against and was on his coach. They won the uh, same. He was a player and Del Rio was on the coaching staff in the 2000 when they won the Super Bowl. So he knows the man. I'm saying all that to say that he knows mm -hmm. the man mm -hmm. well or, you know, so he thought. And he said, you know, you're not going to be in a locker room with 150 dudes and all y'all going to be on the same page on politics. He's like, it's never going to happen. And he said if that had probably happened while he was in the locker room, he just said, dude, he was like, she would have told him to chill. Even if that's what he thought, he would have said, nah, this ain't this ain't the time. And that's not, you know, and that's not the move. So at some point in time, I feel like there's going to be people who have worked with him. They're going to find a way to push past because the NFL is a monster and they find a way to push past anything. Even if he ends up getting fired, I know he was uh, he was fined one hundred thousand dollars by uh, the head coach, Ron Rivera. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. And they're going to have to talk, have a talk and we're going to, they're going to have to have a conversation and I'll talk about that conversation in a second, but I want to speak to the, to the flag that you said. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you and I grew up different, even though we both grew up in the, in the city of Detroit, in the inner city of Detroit at the same time. Now I grew up and I went to private schools in uh, in the Plymouth Canton area. So, the flag always had a certain level of meaning to me mm -hmm. because I feel I was never, at least for my parents, taught. I don't want to call it. See, hatred's not going to be the word, but the correct history. Like I knew about it, but I didn't really it didn't really resonate with me because I didn't see it every day. So I got up, I went to school every day and I pledge allegiance to two flags every year, every day. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States. And then I turned to the right and pledged to the allegiance of the Christian flag. And that was every, that was every day for me. So, and I also, uh, to supplement that I had my grand, both of my grandfathers who served in world war two mm -hmm. and I, and you know, I ended eventually years when I went to high school, went to ROTC. So I was taught, you know, how to fold the flag and to never let it fall. And I still, to this day, have my grandfather's flag that they, you know, had over his grave. So I say that there's a, there's a certain level of, this is my crap too. Mm -hmm. And there's certain, there's a certain level of, you want to, you want to fight for what's yours. So when we, when I saw that, when I saw what happened on January 6th, that's where the anger came from. Because mm -hmm. you go, you, you hillbilly slobs who are here desecrating something that I've looked at and had a certain level of respect. Because I don't know about you, but when I heard Whitney Houston sing the Star Spangled Banner in 1991, I still to this day get a little tear right in the corner of my eye. When she goes banner yet wave and you go hit it, hit that note, Whitney. You got it, baby. That was more about singing. You you were yeah, feeling the but words. It's a little of, but it's a little of both because remember, we were it was a little bit about it was about Whitney, it was about the game, it was about the war, it's about everything. Even thinking about it now gives me chills. And for people but didn't to, they what so, so oh go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'll well, no, 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 no. You you can hit it. I'm just saying those are the type of memories when I think of the flag but i also think about you know my grandfather being called every name in the book and his parents his parents were the last you know family who were called slaves you know mm -hmm. his parent you know my grandfather's parents so it wasn't that far ago that we're talking about slavery i know people want to think it didn't happen or it happened you know 150 years ago but that's mm -hmm. not you know that's not true you know my grandfather fled the north, fled the south because he didn't want to be called, he didn't want to be called all the names, or he didn't want to get beat and lynched. You see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So also think about that when I think think about this country. So when I, I those are the type of emotions when I think about January 6th and for uh Jack Del Rio to trivialize that. I think he needs to answer to that. I think he needs more. I think he needs to answer to it more than what he has. I mm. think he needs sensitivity training because, and this takes it to the, unless you had something else you wanted to say, this takes it to the next, the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is mm -hmm. going to be real brief. Cause I'm, t I don't, I don't feel like being pissed off the rest of the day <laughs> is I'm tired of filling the blank people's alternative news. Mm -hmm. And that's whatever you want to call it. It's so we have a spectrum, right? 
mm-hmm. we have your regular, your regular local news, which for most places are two, four in Detroit, two, four, and seven. I'm sure in, in Dallas it's two, five, and everything I don't else. Watch TV. It's, it's I forgot this old. I forgot this old man don't watch TV. Hey, man. So for the rest of us who own. <laughs> But I'm, I'm putting my hand up to the screen. For the rest of us who own TVs, you know what I'm talking about. You know ABC, NBC, ABC7, Eyewitness News, which is in every city in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the old man who don't own a TV, but you got you call me an old man. I don't watch news. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't get decides you. I ain't got no. From. I ain't got no TV. I don't know what you're talking about. I need to I, watch the, I don't got cable. Like I, I cut know. the cord. You're as getting, soon as football season over, I'm done. I'll be back. Right. Well, guess what? You got it. Guess what? You got a grown man job. Get you a grown man TV. No, right no, 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 I don't want to hear no, that. No, I don't no. want to hear that no more. You had excuses before. I, don't I ain't had no it. excuses then. We yeah, not you... about to waste on something I don't use. Waste. I don't need you to listen to me on the ABC. No where where I'm gonna get news faster? Twitter or Eyewitness News? Let me know. Never. Okay. Well, follow I'm just me. saying. Follow the at least. Okay. Let's let's go back. Follow the subject then. So I said, I'm tired of filling the blank alternative news. You got your local, you got your local news that most people look at or watch. And then you've got your cable news networks. Now, where it don't matter who you watch, all of it, there's a certain level of ridiculousness to it. So you start with your MSNBC, maybe. Then you get to your CNN. Okay, fine, if that's what you want to watch. Then you start to turn to the other side of the aisle where you have your Fox News. That's your consider the that's considered the big boss conservative network. Mm-hmm. And you've got OAN, and you're going, oh, okay, one American news. And then there's probably five or six more that I can't think of right now because I'm tired. Alternative news networks that depending <laughs> on what you want to hear, they're going to play anything that you want to hear how it doesn't matter how kooky or incorrect it is, whether uh-huh. it's the left or the right. Right now, because of this insurrection, it tends to lean to the right. And that's where I'm going to stick. I'm sick of it. Blow it up. That's why you can't even get them anywhere. There's a reason why uh, DirecTV and Comcast are getting rid of these alternative news networks not named Fox. They're holding on the they're holding on the Fox as the last one. And there mm-hmm. are people who I won't name who may have my last name who used to watch Fox <laughs> News. And Fox News became too liberal for them. So they left what? to go to other things. Fox this News is, was too liberal. This is where we are in the country. Oh, you uh, you didn't oh you don't I hate I hate that that conservative and Christian have to be so intertwined. That it makes yeah, no that's sense. That's really disgusting. That, that is that's you, a good you point. Bro. You vote Republican because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't even American. Like, what are we talking about? Why? Why do we have? Ah, don't don't get me down. This you just keep going, sir. Yeah. So no, I'm just that's it. I like I said, it was going to be real short and sweet. I'm just I'm over it. Because either one that you watch, put it like this, even let's let's say I'm beating up on the on the right. And let's say even if you're watching CNN and MSNBC and you're in and you're Captain Super Super Liberal or you're Bernie Crat or anything else you want to call it, all of it, if you keep watching it, will poison your brain to a point where you can become distorted from reality. It doesn't matter which one you watch. Well, that can be any any bubble you're in. Yeah, like it, the bubbles that we are in. The cable news networks can put you in uh, the bubble. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not in the bubble. I I manifest outside of the bubble because I don't watch television to corrupt my mind. I only go to Twitter <laughs> because Twitter is so pure. <laughs> Get off my they, they, get off my get off my podcast. <laughs> Man, you're you spicy today, bro. What you what you eat? You, you ate so you ate a tamale or something. It's late. Hey, we doing it later than usual. I'm coming in. <laughs> we come, coming in, in hot. Coming in hot, 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 coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, so that's how I feel. 
and Newsmax. I just couldn't think of the other one. Newsmax, OAN, first look. Oof. And wait, what is this? We'll come back to that. I'm not even going to bring that up on, on the podcast. We might talk about that later. Uh-huh. Um, so that's fine. Let's leave that where it's at. And um, let's let's get a little more festive. You want to pop some bottles, big bro? Hey. Go to the club tonight? Hey, that, that 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 part of my life is over. But how you feel? So you you have this whole thing about um popping bottles. Shout out to Ortez, uh, the homie in the in the group chat talking about his um he he's a bartender on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's talking about how much the the bottles were. How much did you say the bottles were? Bottle service was. So he said. The one that he was doing was eighteen hundred dollars, and that's just and it for didn't. A, a, that was for VIP. Yeah, that didn't include the bottle. And he said another one. He said they got three VIP sections. One was thirty six hundred, and the other was fifty four hundred dollars. No bottles included. What? And then bottles at the club are taxed like Damn. three times. All right, I know we. Come on, let's get our old man voice on. We're for we're we we're, we're over 40, right? Uh, uh, who when what age? What's the cutoff age? What's the cutoff age for this? And I it's not I a cutoff. Even, when I was in the club, say in my 30s, mm-hmm. there were people 15, 16 years older than me. You could tell, like they were bald, they you know, they 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 tucked in everything, they were super tucked in. Um, <laughs> yeah, super tucked in, which like you had to do that when you hit. After 50, you start tucking it tight. So I saw that, and they, but they got the money to do that. I feel right now I have the money to be popping bottles. I won't, but when I was young and I would see that the only dudes who I would see popping bottles were drug dealers. Just had to be honest. Yeah, that is what it is. But, but that's what the club feasts on. The club feasts on drug dealers. Because drug dealers love to show off and they love to spend money. So we going to club inflation is probably the highest inflation in America that nobody talks about because there are no rules. I can just say, hey, this piece of the room is $10,000. Deal with it. And if you got the money, you're going to do it. If you're trying to show off for the bras and all that jazz, they want to come to the they want to come to the VIP. Then that's what you do, but you got money that can't that needs to disappear. That's how that's how drug money go. You got to hide it in the and you burying it like El Chapo, or you got to spend it at the club. Hilarious. So you might as well get it out your jeans. You got ten thousand dollars in your pocket. I, I got to get rid of it. I got to keep this going so the money just not here. That's I. That's just the one of them things where I've been. Working in radio, I've been close to that life. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had some, I've had some nice nights, you know, in my twenties and early thirties, that mm-hmm. were like I said, it wasn't me. I was comped where it was just, yeah, I, yeah, yes, yeah. I could think of some things where it was just like some unbelievable, unbelievable nights, and you go, man, this guy's paying how much for this bottle and how much for that bottle, and it's just, mm-hmm. I just. Like like you said, I'm I'm growing now that now that I can afford it, uh-huh. it's just like I'm not doing that. Right. I'm like, do you remember when we used the 10 30, 11? We were pre-gaming. Oh man. And yes. We for no, it would be yeah, you had to we would get to the club by the eleven. Pre-game. Yeah, I was gonna say eleven thirty is right. 10, 10, 10 30 is the pre-game. 11, 11 30 is right when you want to get to the club because the club is going up between 11:30 about 12:45 cuz uh-huh. we stay in there till past till at least 2 past two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. it just used to be such a tiring like now thinking about it right now bro I'm sleepy. Man. To be honest with you, if I keep talking too much about uh club days, I'm going to be snoring on this mic just thinking about how We tired have to be. now. I'm I'm already setting up something with the homies. We about to do a guys night and it's starting at 7. What are we and talking I- about? And we're going to go to two time. spots, and we're going to be home before midnight. I ain't got time to be out there like that. Shoot, you push it. Look, midnight, you're going to be pushing. I feel like midnight. No, I will be all the way back to the house. Like, we're not leaving at midnight. I will be at least yeah. in the driveway by midnight. Because I'll be like this. I'm going to be honest with you. By 10, 10, I'm going to be like, 
Yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eric, you sliding to the door? Hey, Amen. Yep. Got to get back to the house. Oh. <laughs> got to get me some sleep because I got a baby to raise. Nah. Yeah, bro. that's a little bit different. So, but we, we, we did it different. We got little kids at 40. The mm-hmm. people who the people who had kids in high school had kids at like 22, 23. Their kids are basically at the house. Mm-hmm. So now they are taking that banner. So we, we passed the baton in, in the, by the time they kids had graduated. And it's like, here, I had a good time, y'all. Like my, my 25 to 35, boy, oh boy. Yeah, I don't, have, boy I don't have any regrets thing. about it. I'm just But, but I'm just saying, how, now now yeah. they are, and the people always be like, yeah, you know, my kids out the house, I'll never want to raise my kids in the 40s and blah, blah. I'm like, because you ain't had no choice. Because in my 20s, right. I 20 yeah. Like I don't have I don't have the energy I did at 20, but boy, oh boy, when I was in my 20s, while you had you ain't had no babysitter, I was out. I'll be, I'll see you tomorrow. That's where I was at. So right. you saying you don't want to raise no kid in your 40s? Hey man, God bless. I had a ball. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I just I mean everybody has their own way they did it and how they're enjoying their lives right now. But mm-hmm. baby, when I tell you, I feel like I 20 my 20s and I 30 my 30s. And that's mm-hmm. cool. And some people did it in reverse. And you see people in they, you know, early 40s where their kids is good and grown and out of how out the house and then they gonna twilight it up and you know go see Europe in their 40s. Hey, that's cool too. Hey, however you figure it out. But um, yeah, when we had that uh that that conversation in the group chat, I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty funny. That's absurd. Five thousand dollars for a booth without a, and then the bottle like two fifty. Yeah, come on, no come good. On. Come on, club. I need him to send pictures of what this club look like. It better not be no hole in the wall. It better be upscale rooftop showing downtown Charlotte. It better have all of that. And if it don't, I'm calling your boss. Dang. <laughs> um, so, so big dog, what happened to you? You've been holding this. What has been going on that you've been saying what well, something happened to you? And I said, hey, just hold it for the pot. And you was like, all right. And this was like on Wednesday or something. So I, I feel like it's light work compared to um, I was a bum bum. So it's not that heavy. <laughs> it's just one of those. When it happened to me, it was like, yeah, where the world stopped for like three seconds in slow motion. So Friday when I was getting my back worked on. Um, for coughing like your back some, out, yeah. From coughing my back out, I had some downtime between my doctor's appointment and my physical therapy massage. So, went around the corner, grabbed me a little something to drink strawberry lemonade. Come on back upstairs. So, I come into the thing, I come into the uh, you know, the waiting area, and there's probably five people there, plus one person like who's actually waiting because it was kind of empty because it's a little late. And I'm sitting there, I have my drink in my hand and I've got my, I'm talking to one of the young ladies. And then I've got my back to, you know, like four or five other people who are working in the back. And I'm talking and I wasn't paying, you know, really paying attention to what was going on behind me. And then I hear a dude yell out, watermelon? (laughs) And when I tell you the whole place just went, like it stopped and they gasped and they, and then I turned around because he said watermelon again he said is that watermelon and I and I turned around I said are you talking to me <laughs> and I and he looked like he it was a white guy I I'm a, I'm a, I'm like 92% sure it was a white guy and he looks at me and he goes yeah, is that a watermelon lemonade in your hand? And everybody went, oh, like they they stopped. They it went back to it went back to normal, and then it was just like, oh no, nah, bro, it's a strawberry lemonade. And he said, oh, I thought was it, it was, the Wendy's joint? No, nah, it was a Shake Shack around the corner. Okay, and he was just like, oh, I thought it was the watermelon lemonade from Chipotle. And I said, I was about to ask you how. Wait, hold on, they got that exists. And I said, and I wanted to go that exists, but then I, my brain was thrown off because 
I think because the way he said watermelon, everybody was just like, they thought I was getting ready to clear buddy. And they got scared, like, oh, he's going to get knocked out and we're going to have an issue. And then when he said, is that watermelon? And I said, oh, you're talking to me? And I'm like, we cleared it up. And then the third thought was, why the black man got to be drinking watermelon lemonade? Hey, man. And I said, brother, I said, I'll be god doggone. I said, watermelon is such the linchpin when it comes between white and black people in certain situations because you can't bro if you were at work right now right because uh-huh. this actually happened to me so say you were at work right and you went to your lunch break and you saw you saw a white person with a watermelon rind and they mm-hmm. said hey vincent you want some watermelon and you would be like <laughs> why are you asking me <laughs> like wait a minute what why are you like why are you asking me you were sitting there enjoying your watermelon oh you think i want it like that's how we feel Yet, if it had been if it had been Leroy there and he was chopping it up and he mm-hmm. was like, "Then hey man, come get some of this watermelon." You like, oh well, whatever, you know. Shoot, it's hot today. Get some water. <laughs> get some watermelon in my life. I it's such. I a, don't know why you are so triggered on the watermelon. It's, like, it's a linchpin, bro. It's a linchpin for black people. Well, it, well, you tell me, it's not one for you, right? Apparently. It depends on on the context. If 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 my man's is eating watermelon and he asks me, I'm pretty sure he's asking everybody. So I say no. Now, if he was um, asking me to pick cotton with the with the <laughs> watermelon, then it'll be different. But I <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see I don't get the correlation because I don't know. It, it, it's the stereotype. It's like almost like blackface. Like it's to the point where you really gotta, you really gotta lean into it for it to really affect me. Like you really gotta like wear blackface and then you know on Halloween and stuff to really. But if you're talking about it, 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 it it's not as bad. So the watermelon, everybody eats fried chicken. Everybody eat watermelon. Everybody love grape Kool Aid. But actually, I take that back. We drink grape, and it gotta be purple. Like mm-hmm. it, you don't never see like green grape stuff. It gotta be the gotta purple. Be purple yeah. And every every flavor, when I try something new, if they got a great flavor, I'm gonna try it first. <laughs> I was like, hey, let me try the grape and then let me try the orange. Like I think Use that's just knuckle. in our that is in our, our that's you know when they had the DNA helix. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's like a, a purple grape one and then like an orange one in our helix. It is it, only ours. <laughs> and I would say, like, if somebody says something about watermelon, I know white people love watermelon, but when they come to the grape drink and the and the orange drink, yeah, that that that'll be more of a, if somebody was like, "Hey, Vincent, you want some purple drink?" I'd be like, "Man, what you talking about? You racist!" Like, I would. That's when that'll that'll be the one, but not okay. the watermelon. But you see, it wasn't just me because you remember earlier in the week, and we didn't even talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. Um, History Museum in Indianapolis took the watermelon salad, the Juneteenth watermelon oh, salad. Oh, yeah. Because people was like this. What are you doing? Because it's the watermelon trigger. Yeah, okay, okay. But like I said, you have to take it to the max. And that that's the max. That's where you like, okay, uh, y'all have gone too far. Not the now if they had if they had a, a um a Juneteenth fried chicken special. That would have also been too much, but everybody loves fried chicken. But you can't you can't associate Juneteenth with watermelon. Well, I don't know if we ever talked about this. But, but it is watermelon season, by the way. You know what I would know that because I bought some. <laughs> See, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but um watermelon, you know, watermelon is the color man's ice cream, right? That's not something I came up with, and I'm not being funny. I've never heard that before. Okay, so I knew, okay, work with me on this one. Uh So you've heard growing up the ice cream truck song, right? Yeah, ain't that a racist song too? Yeah, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
And when he goes, y'all want some of this ice cream? Ooh, colored man's ice cream. Real good. Well, and it's a watermelon? watermelon? Yep. Nigga love a watermelon, ha-ha. Nigga love a watermelon, ha-ha. I'm telling you, bro. Hey, man. You don't All right, we get marked nothing else today. to be mad at. Like, <laughs> you just be spoon-feeding. Hey, man, hey, listen to this. Hey, nigga love watermelon. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, where's I'm, my hey, hat? Hey, right. When somebody, when like I said, if you stay woke, you ain't never going to be asleep. <laughs> this is what happened. People turn your lights on and you can't turn them off. So now when I hear that song, when, when I hear that song with the ice cream truck, I'll be ready to go fight my man. <laughs> <laughs> and they only play that one. They can't change stuff for us. Like you remember Indian style. And what is that called now? What is it called? Crisscross applesauce. Oh, and yeah. I had said it. I said it. Um, and my wife had to correct me. I was like, oh, Indian sitting Indian style. She was like, no, that's not that's not what it's called anymore. It's called crisscross applesauce. I was like, oh, okay. I'll like that's something that I would have changed too. So yeah, now a lot of that's crisscross applesauce. But nigga love yeah. watermelon song. Why we can't get something else? Why they can't play like cash money nine nine two thousand? Why we can't get anything else? On on the on the people ice don't country. care. It's it's fine. I mean, they I don't care about us though. Yeah, and I, I hate that this show so black and white. But I'm tired of being. I'm tired of being a butt joke. We trying to be. We, we we're really trying. What we're trying to do is be topical in this in this summer heat. That's uh-huh. what we're really trying to do. And some of these some of this stuff you can't avoid. Like I said, we're not gonna. We won't have koofies on next week, hopefully. Where we going, um, so what do you think, brother, about the uh, color of this wood table? I feel, I feel like, like what about the transatlantic slave trade? What, what, how you yeah, feel like no, that? we're not going. We're not. We're, we're not. We're not going there. So it's all good. I think we didn't talk people's ear off enough for the day, big bro. Yeah, we did. But mm-hmm. hold on, because I might actually have some. What, what's on your heart, brother? Say what's on your heart. You know what? if i got anything that's on my heart other than today is what is it june 12th right mm-hmm. still ain't had no barbecue that's your fault you got a whole barbecue pit in the box brother i had a sick i had a sick daughter this week i was trying hey man trying to get it done nigga that's love a barbecue my goal. that's gonna be that my need goal. to be the that need to be the song what's that <laughs> nigga love a barbecue man i'm out of here bro <laughs> They, look, that's hey, what's on your heart. Hey, no, no, no. What's on my heart? And it's always been on my heart, but I never remember it until it's so hot. So people always talk about, I love the warm weather. I love being in a place where it's hot. Those people don't have to deal with the heat. And I'm saying this with my heart. Y'all don't have to deal with the heat so you can enjoy the weather from inside. It's almost like, like Christmas when it snows. Oh, it's so beautiful until you got to get in it. That heat is lovely in the air condition, but for the people who got to work in it, they hate the heat. And for somebody who had to work in the heat every every day of his adult life until this week, I feel y'all pain. People stay hydrated. It's not it's not hot up there up north right now, but it is so hot right now down here in texas it is ridiculously hot it's supposed to be over 100 degrees for the next 10 days so we we in it it ain't even summer yet the summer started june 20th we got a whole week before the summer start and we already at 100 so when you say global warming ain't the thing fuck you but for real and and for real and and all of that good stuff um quit telling people you enjoy the heat and you don't even go outside please all right, brother. Okay. <laughs> Get your chest empty. Always, but you know what? It's gonna change because now that you're gonna now that you uh you setting up to be working inside, mm-hmm. like the rest I'm of be like, it. oh, I love when June hit. Yeah, because you're gonna be like this. Mm-hmm. You're going from the car to the AC, mm-hmm. the AC back to the car to the crib. You like this. Uh-huh. Was it hot today? <laughs> oh, you know, I ain't even show. Let me go outside. Oh, that was hot. Boom. Let me close the door. Then you're gonna be like the rest of us. See, uh-huh. just like you was an essential worker, you was big man, you working mm-hmm. out in the heat, you big man, just <laughs> that's you when it comes to 
let me tell you something. But that's what that's what the segment is for. Say what's on your heart. For sure. Bro, next next Sunday, Father's Day. Oh yeah. See, you know Father's Day don't matter. Father's Day don't matter. Um we both fathers. It don't matter. I it don't matter to the point I ain't even know what you was about to say next Sunday is. Nobody care about us. What 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 Chris Rock say? We the only ones that not loved unconditionally. Yeah, dogs. dogs and, only thing that's loved unconditionally is dogs and kids. Mm-hmm. Hey, dogs, man. women, and kids. Dogs, women, and kids. Hey man, I'm getting a big piece of chicken mm. at some point in time next week. It's also Juneteenth, so we definitely got. to So get we're back. gonna have to barbecue. It's like like listen to this. When Mother's Day rolls around. We take the mothers and the wives out or something. You have to bring the food. When the Father's Day rolls around, we got to get on the grill and cook everybody food. And for the for the women who don't barbecue, because I know some of y'all still, you know, they, they hold them gender roles or the barbecuing tight. So the man get out there and barbecue. Barbecuing is not easy, especially in Texas. And barbecue is king in Texas, which you wouldn't understand that you have 100 degrees coming on the top of your head and then you got 500 degrees coming from the ground. So you are in perpetual saunaville. Everything stinks. You smell like smoke. You smell like burnt flesh. I've never met a man who don't take a shower as soon as they're done barbecuing because you can smell yourself. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> and with that note, we love you. Irk <laughs> and Jerk Podcast. Please rate, like, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate your feedback. Also, Irk and Jerk Podcast Facebook page. And if you are friends with us on Facebook, whether it's the Keith Urquhart page or whether it's the Vincent the Governor page, if you want to go there and tell us how we feel, slide in our DMs, we appreciate that as well. Until next week, Irk and Jerk Podcast, we out. Irk and Jerk Podcast.